so I was just telling Sarah that, and I don't know if I'll keep this in or not, but I like, you know, like I've been applying to jobs. Like Sarah and I have talked a lot about like feeling kind of like stunted with work and like not be like not having much like vertical mobility at work. And like, I think I use the expression sitting duck. Sitting. And I don't think that applies to the situation at all. <laughs> sitting duck. Yeah, no, but it does feel that way or that like, I don't know, like my, I don't have to go into my field. You don't have to go into your field. I mean, that's kind of boring for our listeners, but um, you know, I was, I've been applying to jobs and on LinkedIn, I'm always perusing and then sending my thing out into the void and, you know, a job, (laughs) a job came through and I was just telling Sarah, like, I've just become like, for someone like me, who's really nervous, it's actually really good to like give up because then it just chills you out. (laughs) Yeah. Just saying, you know what? doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, I, I don't give a fuck. And you so, know what? It doesn't matter. So it's not like Sarah was taking like a drooling nap <laughs> and set the alarm for two minutes before the interview started. Because <laughs> I've given up and I don't really care. <laughs> it just is so amazing the level of like just not giving a shit in that situation <laughs> that you would trust yourself a to take a nap before an interview <laughs> and b to cut it two minutes before the start time and you know this was a virtual interview and you know people have a hard time logging into shit like when there's a virtual meeting so yeah you were like you're ready to risk it all because you did not care i didn't care and i so because okay so basically <clears throat> i go and i sh- like i I smear on like the ugliest lipstick I had, <laughs> you know, like, do you know when you're, if you like, if you're into makeup, like in your makeup collection, when there's like that, those kind of like backyardigans or <laughs> yeah. And it's they're, the thing that you just somehow kept bench from, warmers. You brought them from like three apartments. Yeah. You know, they, they stay in the encased makeup bag yeah. that you never really use. And yeah, they're just kind of the, don't like it. You think maybe I'll wear this bench warmers that by the time you do use them, it's probably not good for your face. <laughs> <laughs> like a face eating disease will break out. <laughs> okay. So you chose one of those. So My I just smeared on lipstick. <laughs> what was your motivation for choosing such an old piece of shit makeup? Well, one I'd already packed c- to come to the East Coast because we're in here. We're in Weehawken. We're on Sarah's porch right now. It's great. We have a lovely view of the Empire State Building. Yes, we Weehawken have some is pretty much cold pretty. drinks. I'm loving it. We had when we were when we, we bought a house here. We put it, not bought a house. We put an offer in that was then we ended up taking out the offer. But um, the real estate agent was like, "This we hated this real estate agent. Okay, oh. we, we couldn't stand him. Yeah, and." He kept saying, but come to Weehawken at night. It's magical. And we would make fun of him so much. Oh, we got to this guy. And then I'm sitting here and being like, God damn it. That it annoying is, fucking realtor is right. It's, it is magical. It's, yeah. It's really magical here. It looks um, like you're looking at sparkles when you look outside on the yeah, porch. It's pretty nice. I'm super lucky. And, but anyway, so yeah, we were talking about this. I packed my, packed my bag. So I had, I just had all like the leftover loser make bench warmer makeup. And so I just smear it across my face, like the fucking Joker. And I'm like ready for the interview. And I'm so ill prepared that I didn't even realize (laughs) it's not even a zoom. It's like a phone call. Cause no one, cause they don't give a fuck either. <laughs> okay. It's a phone call. 
<laughs> like everyone's given up. Not only can we not go in person, we can't even turn the camera on. <laughs> we have to call people from like a rotary phone. <laughs> exactly and it lasts like no time at all yeah and they're you know the recruiter is perfectly like a minute and a half late and of course i answer on the second ring like i i I would have answered on the half ring but i just happened the second but i was like you know what either way you're not playing it cool but and so yeah we talk about the role and i'm just like oh my god it sounds like an amazing opportunity that's why i applied to it Like, why the fuck? <laughs> why the fuck do you think I clicked quick, quick apply on LinkedIn? Because I'm staring into the void and I'm pretty much chronically depressed and I just like go on. <laughs> LinkedIn job section okay. is my Disneyland. I'm just there <laughs> applying to anything, waiting for someone to hit me back. <laughs> and I wake up two minutes before from my own pool of drool. (laughs) (laughs) And they call me on their fucking rotary phone because they're exactly the same. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, Gilly. So they tell me about the job and they're like, so before we even get started, and she was really nice, but she's like, before we even get started, where like location is going to be like, really important i was like bitch i this i know what we're i know what you're gonna say like location or do you mean like working from home (laughs) and so she's like so we are in the office five days a week south of the airport in los angeles like in long beach it would take like an hour and a half to get there regardless and it's five days in the office, non-negotiable. Is that something that you think you would be interested in? That's how the, all the recruiters ask these days. I kind of feel bad for recruiters. Oh, my God. Because they have so many people who are like, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not going in. I'm going to burn that place to the ground before I go into the office. <laughs> And so all these recruiters <laughs> are hiding like under bulletproof vests. Like, please, will you take one day in? Please. How about two? Wait. If you talk to people about their employment, there are two camps of people, okay? <laughs> 2020 created the great divide in employment for very different reasons. Yes, for such so, different reasons. I have been back in person every single day since September, 2020 in work. But these fucking people with these remote ass jobs, they're like pre Delta variant pre Delta. Yeah. Omicron is what tipped it where they're like, you know what? We've got it in the bag. COVID, we, in, I feel like we got it in the bag. We, the powers in the employee, but um, no, but it's just so crazy when you hear people talk about their standard of like, yeah, and when well, they'll go in or not to well, work. Yeah, there's some people who just started the hybrid model, and like I, they just started it. Yeah, and, and, but the thing wild. is, that's even too much for people. Even, and, 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 and even there, there's complaining there. So yeah, that's. But I will say this: going to work every morning is terrible. The commute. Oh yeah, and I think for most people, for you, yeah, yeah, it's the commute. It's the commute. But the commute's exhausting. Well, I guess it depends on where you live in life, but yeah, a city but, slickers over okay, here. So when you're talking. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when, when you're talking to the, yeah, the, the person, yeah. the, um, whatchamacallit? The recruiter. Recruiter. Like, how, how are you ending the conversation? Well. Are you giving false hope? 
No, I'm just like, wow, it sounds great. That sounds And she's like, well, do you have any questions for me? It's just like this song and dance. Like we both know that we're building up to the, the moment in which we're playing tonsil hockey in the rom-com and just making out with each other. But instead of a rom-com, we're, <laughs> we're working our way up to the salary range, you know? Yeah. So yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. the sloppy makeout, it's, it's, it's the salary range. And I know that, so, you know, she's beating around little bush. I'm like, all right, okay, sweetie. Now I'm gonna, now it's time for mama to reel you in. <laughs> And I'm going to, what's the salary? <laughs> and then what did she say? Well, I don't know. Should I share it on the Miranda spot? I wonder if we should be open about money like that. I'm curious well, I what know. that. People live in different states. So it's like, I feel what like- I'm about to mock might, <laughs> might be a great living but, somewhere else. But this is the thing about living in this country a is the divide. Coastal city. And like, if you live in a, like, was it ho-call or low-call, like a high cost of living oh, area or a low of cost of living area? Yeah. Like salaries are so vastly oh, yeah. different. All right. So like, like I don't have a like um, kind of like broader range industry job or like a tech job, like mm-hmm. because I work in like textiles, like decor, fashion, that, that's kind of my lineup of like what I do. That's, it's just major cities, coastal cities, major coastal cities at that point. So it's like, yeah. it's going to be in an expensive place. Do you think people judge people based on their salaries? <laughs> no, I'm being curious. Of course. We, you want in sex in the city, they don't. Do they talk about salaries a lot? It's an interesting, like, well, you never know. I don't even have a range of what well it's weird because they recently dropped uh by the way we have not watched season three season three well we will be reviewing that next week no season four no sorry episode three yeah yeah, yeah. whatever no we're not doing that right now we kind of just dropped the ball anyway um no but it was interesting to hear just lost 10 listeners i know (laughs) (laughs) um just kidding um you're not uh but they kind of mentioned with samantha's you know what was it like eight thousand dollars of rent for her like one bedroom in trip like in the meatpacking district okay so i think that was such a weird thing to draw it's a mystery do some math but like honestly that's like that was like filmed 20 years ago and i'm like the inflation is like who is she fucking Jeffrey Epstein? Like, wait, 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 or is she wait. fucking Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> First off, that was incredible. Thank you. Okay, Billy, <laughs> you're so right. $8,000 for a studio in that area? Yeah. And me packing? Okay. Jason. Did she own it? Jason or who, anyone. If Maybe if we can get a new person who's really into real estate. Because we have a yeah. lot of real estate. Can, so, can someone just. Who's me, our agent? This takes no real estate knowledge. Can someone tell us if Samantha <laughs> owned or rented that meatpacking district apartment? Okay. No, no. That's one of the questions. The second question is, what would that be in today's standard? Based on inflation. I mean, I'm so period. perplexed by even a one bedroom in the meatpacking district now being eight thousand, so I I I, th- I thought that was the strangest yeah, number. Right? That's why I thought she was owning it. But I know, interesting. Okay, so I would say maybe fourteenth. I guess. Well, is it rent control? Maybe it was rent control. No, me packing wasn't rent control. Maybe I don't know enough don't about know. real estate. Yeah, I don't Again, know. I don't know why. anything about rent control. <laughs> um, like okay, so we're going through this whole song and dance. Shit. I was like, I made that in twenty fourteen. I said I. No. And I told her how much I was making. And she was like, 
Oh, then she she didn't even try to play games, which I thought was really nice. She was just like, oh, well, then this comp is not for you. Um, and so I don't want to waste any more of your time. Um, I was just like, oh. with this inflation in this world and you and meanwhile, they want all these years of experience. Who's who? I mean, that's a that's like a TikTok LinkedIn joke, though, that but people my make is, is you need this much experience and then the job pays this much. Yeah. And you need to, like, have delivered 30 babies and been in the Peace Corps and be in the CIA and have t- 20 years of experience for an internship. Like, that's a like that's like a meme that's kind of common. Oh, yeah. But it's gotten wildly competitive in yeah. so many different environments. But I thought when did when was there when sponsored. was there like a shift? in employment where it was gaining because I feel like it was for the employee for a while just do you feel like it's more the employer I think that everything is so out of whack in this country that like I'm in such an old system Gilly like I'm in the pension system yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a different system you have people that stay like are you the company you're at now do you know anyone who's been there for 30 plus years god no right okay the company probably didn't even exist no, it didn't. Right. Exist. So like, it's crazy to work in a public system uh, because it's really, really old. Do you know a lot of people who've been there for like 20, 30 years? Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. And do you understand the salaries well, that those well, people get? They're high. For the work they do. It's crazy. Teachers are very well paid in New York City. If you're and there that long. If you're there that long and the benefits are really great, but it's such a different, it's such a stable place of employment. Whereas yeah. you're in an incredibly like feel, yeah. I feel like it flexes. It, it's like oh. based on culture. It's based on oh, it's insane. Like you know, different trends. It's based on technology. It's so there's when, so many factors influencing your field. When I started at my first design job, the company it was a manufacturer, and they were telling me that pre 2008, and I'd started there in 2011. <clears throat> That in 2000 and pre-recession 2008, they said, like, we would have the craziest holiday parties. We would have casino nights like The Office, which made me laugh. They were like, we would have like we would have huge raffle tickets where it would be like a trip on a cruise, a trip to Puerto Rico, an iPhone, a new TV like they would. This is for like the employees in the office, like we're, we're all getting the raffle. By the time I started, they couldn't even afford to have a holiday party where they gave us like Pepperidge Farm cookies. We didn't have a holiday party. Yeah, no, I, I we don't have holiday parties. Isn't that insane? But like I hear the people with it at tech companies yeah, well, yeah. and the well, parties yeah. and the stuff that they yeah. get. And now, advertising this too. This is yeah. me. I'm not complaining about the tech companies. Like that's not it. I mean, yeah, it's, a little it, bit. It, <laughs> it's, it's more... Just the wildly different experiences people have in work, work, career, and workplace treatment. Like when I and I, but I also don't want to be participate in like the suffering Olympics where it's like, oh, of course, where it's like you got an iPad. Well, I only got, I didn't even get paper. Like I don't want to be that person. No, no, no. I'm gonna be honest. In most conversations, I can like win. Oh, I I can say it. And when I when I talk about like where I work, like the other day going into like talking about just holiday yeah. parties and like the swag, yeah, like going into the public school and like there's just sewage in the girls' bathroom. Oh my god, that's disgusting. Or the teachers are funding the classrooms, or there's cockroaches. Do you know oh me? Oh my god, all my classrooms have had rat issues and mice oh my issues. God, terrible. You couldn't oh even god. drink the water. So and it's just like whoa, yeah. our countries. We talk yeah. about like 
looking at like wealth and sex and yeah. city and Samantha not understanding yeah. like how like wealthy people yeah. could live. I don't know. Our country yeah. is it's and everyone yeah, else is feeling that right now of feeling this like defeatist in- nature of I'm feeling it, like you know. I'm feeling pretty dumb. Feeling a little good old Sam, (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Sam. Um, Uncle Sam's been naughty. But but even if you go to the gas station, I mean, we have good lives. Like we can afford gas. There are people who are literally like, I don't know what to do right now. Like we were were outside. It is so like it's so expensive. There are people who have to like make really hard choices right now about driving or not. And the problem is is that we are becoming, or at least in a lot of ways becoming secluded from people of different like social classes and economic experiences. And if you're not around people who are experiencing that, you do not think it's real. And it's the same thing with most issues in the world. If it's not (laughs) happening to you, so you're like, like it doesn't happen, right? Echo it, chamber. It, it happens, yeah. but I'm not called to action to do anything about yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, well, that's not my reality. It, but then it's hard to do anything about it. And I think that's where the frustration is across all people in this country in the, or in the world. Like, regardless of what background you come from is like, I think people, if they see a problem, they want to be able to do it. But there's like, you know, 10 feet of cement block in between what we can actually do and like yeah. what can be done. And I think that's why, I mean, like escapism is a thing. Like people, mm-hmm. I mean, why virtual reality is going to continue to be like heavily invested in yes. people to just like, Oh escape. my God. Oh my God. Woo. Like live base. You know, I was going to say <laughs> hob- hobbies like, but Oh, I recently did. Sorry to change the subject subject. Anyway, it was like a completely laughable salary offer. And I, yeah. I it was just, it just was like really mm-hmm. annoying. I just was like, oh. and five days in the office and you're offering that. But you understand how are they going and to And it's hire an hour people? and a half away from like a, the city well, Gilly, center. Gilly, I, 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 stop there. I Sorry. Think, <laughs> right, like, you, you've already named at least five major it's issues. Like, what are it. you doing? Yeah. Um, but anyway, I have to say, speaking of hobbies and escapism things, Two things of the week started Love Island, much okay. to my chagrin. Um, Erica, one of our past guests, has been trying to get me to watch it. And I, I've seen like a different season, but it's just so many episodes long. I I have never watched a single oh, yeah. episode of Love Island. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. They all talk I like the UK version and they're like, Oh, do you want to go for a quick chat, babe? And so you know, these I, people are. Do you considered- think I'm hot? What do you like about me? What do you like? Uh, and they're just like telling each other they're hot for like forty episodes because it's not like it, it's like five days a week or something insane. I, I want to know how much the person who does spray tans makes on that set. Oh, oh, that's a great question. It's a great question, and it's something I yeah. would like to look up personally. Yes. Um, I also started my other update because we're kind of recording and updating. Yeah, I started boxing. My God. And I... <laughs> Woman here, she roars. She's leaning <laughs> in, people. <laughs> Lean in, Cheryl. <laughs> ah, Gilly. You can be every. You can be anything you want, Miranda's <laughs> listeners. Unless you're Carrie. Or unless you're big. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't know. Okay, so you but it is. Boxing? I have to say it's one of the few exercises, like actual, like, high endurance, high cardio exercises that I look forward to doing. Oh, you found the money ticket? I don't know. I don't know. That same found that, the thing that, cause that, that's the key thing with exercise. It's just liking what you do. Yeah. I mean, I go to the gym twice a week and it's just, it's so like, 
it's like, you know, muscle memory at that point, <laughs> no pun intended, but still part of my schedule just to do that for the week. And I added in boxing and it's something that like, I think also the people are really nice that they're always like, Hey Laura, how's it going? Like, you know, like I really like that support. They give you one-on-one time for like a minute and it is so cathartic. It's so fucking cathartic, especially in times like these, which is why I yeah. kind of brought it up. Like being able to you are punch such something. A Miranda. I feel like that's in like, she's such always doing random exercise classes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She always is. But yeah. at the end of the day, she should, she should just stay stealing those brownies out of the garbage. I know that's, I relate more to that. God, that character was so good. She was so relatable as a character in a you lot mean of ways. The character we didn't we're doing an entire podcast about. <laughs> Which character? You the- said it like she was squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> that character. You remember yes. that character, right? Uh, yeah, we started this podcast two years ago. I think I fucking remember. Okay, so <laughs> no, but like I, I know we're we're not doing an, an episode episode, but I think with the the character of Miranda, there's so many relatable things like that. You yeah, from yeah, your yes, life. yes. Have you yes. ever eaten food out of the trash? Uh, yes, of course I have too. But I like, think it's not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> raccoons do it. <laughs> raccoons. So I almost did it today. Actually, it's so stupid, but I like. Had all this roasted cauliflower I had to throw away <laughs> <laughs> before coming to fucking Weehawken. Yeah. And then I put it in the garbage because I was like, Laura, like, you don't want to do this, like, the day you're leaving. Like, do it the night before. But then today, as I was packing my salad, I was like, oh, should I, you know, dig up some of those florets from the trash? <laughs> Wait. I, I didn't to, do it. I need you to pause really quickly. <laughs> what was the... Duration between throwing them away and you having that thought. This is the moment that's going to define our the differences in trash eaters. Gilly, how long was it between? <laughs> At least eight hours. <laughs> okay, Gilly, you understand that. No, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. I'm I'm telling you, it's it was it would be fine. (laughs) All right. So here's the thing, everybody. Um, We're concerned, and but Gilly, that borders on what like uh, like like a vermin would do. I know, but that and that's where I didn't do it. Didn't do it. That's right. Didn't do it. You're right. right. In the in the moment when you said that, I I, wanted to be clear. I didn't do it. But she thought about it. I thought about it. Yeah. Well, it's really funny when you have those kind of thoughts where you're just like, whoa, what kind of decision could I possibly make? Because eight hours, it's 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 warm, it's become one with the trash. <laughs> like when I'm talking easy on the trash, I mean like within a 30 seconds. Yeah, like five second rule. Yeah. Is that even considered trash eating? I don't know. What duration <laughs> would it have to like, be time-wise? Because well, you definitely you definitely reached it by having that thought. Well, I you're yes. a trash eater. Well, well, I was gonna say that the person we should be asking is Miranda. How long do you think she was hunting and pecking that garbage for that brownie? And I, we, I totally forgot. I think it's coming up that episode, so we'll have to go back to this. All right, let's go back to it later. Bookmark it. Can we just Everybody at least just... make a prediction? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not that important. My prediction would be she threw the cake away. I think it's a. Two hour left. I was going to say it was over the course of an hour. 
Yeah. yeah. Long hour. <laughs> and um, I've definitely eaten cake out of the trash. <laughs> and I'm not afraid to say that. Yeah, we're getting into some. But it was definitely only after a minute, not an hour. Okay, we need to change the <laughs> we're, we're getting heavily into disordered eating right now. We need to change the topic. <laughs> <laughs> Like we can go there. Okay. Well, you know what? Heather will tell the pizza story from when she was in college at what was that dollar pizza at U of M? Backdoor pizza? Backroom. No, no. backroom, backroom pizza. I was close. Ew, I hated backroom, but it was I cheap. think her pizza fell on the ground and she brought it back to the sorority <laughs> house and washed it off and ate it. <laughs> and I'm questioning, is that in the same category as the cake eating? <laughs> now I am like only 90% sure of this story. You know, when like stories from college kind of all blend into one giant like, mistake, that was definitely one of them. Well, can I ask a question? What? I think, okay. Did she actually wash off the pizza? Knowing Heather, yes. Because she would do that. Because that's more horrifying to me. Like washing it, like you're washing out like a Brita filter. You're just, <laughs> you're washing all the marinara away, but like all the weird black shit that was on the sidewalk <laughs> stays in the filter, like stays on the crust. Okay, Kelly, first off, you know that backroom pizza had like maybe a 20 minute lifespan. <laughs> so you knew that that cheese was going to be hard by the time you got home. <laughs> So I do believe there was a solid surface for that, those particles to latch on to for a wipe off. Heather, I stand by you and I stand by what you did. And I hope it was you who did it. Um, I could just see her being like, Sarah, that was you. (laughs) So, well, anyway, uh, yeah, we're, we're. Wait, let's think of a ridiculous college story. Okay. What's funny, we mentioned college a lot on here, but we don't. I feel like we could really get into talking about college because basically this podcast is about relationships and like sex and dating in New York city and college was like, it was a prelude drunk people. It was like Harry tires. Don't know how to put a condom on and like, don't know where the hole is. Well, no, that's absolutely right. Like, no, but I, I definitely had good. Is that very vulgar of me? I'm going to cut that out. I wouldn't. Okay. Just be you. Be me. Trash eater. Um, (laughs) No, I would say I definitely had good sex in college, though. Mm -hmm. I had good sex because I was in a relationship for two years of it. Mm -hmm. But it's, I think, like, drunk in college sex, it's, I don't know. Well, there's definitely no learning curve there for the for the men, so to speak. They don't, I don't think There's, men there was no start edu- learning how to have sex later after they've been in relationships with women. Yeah, there was no education yeah. there. And you know what? That's why I think drunken one night stands are overrated, even though they can be really fun. Because like, is it that great? If it's drunk and dehydrated and you don't know each other's bodies and no. you don't know how to communicate like nah it's, it's just it's not good but i but have it, had some you, great one night stands now i'm feeling I've, I've definitely had a good one night good one yeah night so it but it was also when i was but mostly sober in, and not in college it was not in college never in college. college okay if anyone was having amazing drunken sex in college let us know at the miranda's pod at gmail.com <laughs> uh we are it's gmail if they actually you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna spread the net even wider i don't well i don't even know that's what i'm doing i'm gonna say dm us dm us on instagram at the miranda's pod or email us at the miranda's at pod at gmail.com 
we would love to know. We won't name names. Just a great one night experience. Yeah. One night stand experience. Because I'm this where it was worth having a one night stand. Okay. I definitely could. I 100% can contribute to this, but this is my first thought. On the show, they have so many one-night stands. And they have a lot of really good one-night stands as well. Well, yeah. yeah. With, with, with like a slew of characters. Well, I guess what, we have one of the episodes coming up, which is one of my favorite episodes, is when Carrie likes a jazz musician. Yeah. Jasmine, oh, as man. as bit as big says, when Carrie starts dating that jazz guy, I mean, they hook up like a few times. It seems so. He lasts two episodes. He he's lasts. A, he's a two episode up. guy. He lasts two episodes. Wait, he, no, I think you're right. I think I might be. Right. No, I think you're right. Yeah, because she meets him because like the with first she meets him, she out meets with him, big. and the conflict is her and Big. That's the one we're supposed to watch this week. The one after that is her and him together, and her conflict is with him now because he's like super ADHD. Yeah, so it's kind yeah. of one night totally standing. Represent ADHD in a very stereotypical way. It's kind of funny. Yeah, oh it's my a good, god. It's yeah. a, we'll talk about that. Well, um, but I, I loved that guy because I thought, oh, like yeah, I know that was a great fun experience for her. Do you think you could ever date a jazz musician? They're yeah. very serious about their craft. Oh, they are. Have you ever met anybody who does yeah. jazz for yes. living? Like very serious at the age of like jazz band. They yeah. are, they take their art and craft yeah. very seriously. Very seriously. I don't think I could be with someone with that much that much intensity of what Because <laughs> <laughs> you know you're gonna have to first off, I like jazz. I do. I really like jazz. We've okay, gone to many places. Let's stay on topic. Um listen one. to me. We're talking about the jazz though. <laughs> I know, I know. It's I, oh, fuck. Now I lost my train of thought. And I had a funny story to tell you. God damn it! You, you well, tell, me. tell, tell, tell our listeners a great one night stand. Oh, great one night stand. Yeah. Do you want? Okay. So, like, yes. when you're in college, you're around people who are at their most like virile and like horny, horniest. Yeah, and I think on. it's really fascinating when you look at. Um, We're talking about horniness. Horniness. Right now. Sorry, and, we just changed the right. Topic. And, and and I think what we could talk about this from a kind of like a medical perspective, like what horniness really is. Yeah, and horniness is your body's arousal system in response to different stimuli. Yeah. right? and it's just so insane how young kid like bodies really like sixteen to twenty something experience well, easier arousal. Well, Sarah and, was claiming that college kids are hornier and I was and that's why they have a lot of sex and I was saying that I think it's because there's the alcohol is why they're having a lot of sex but I, I think and it's they're both. definitely horny I think like, it's both I think your body is actually going through a biological process um like it's almost like a second puberty again I'm not a doctor Catherine will probably tell me I'm, this is all wrong no. as a pediatrician <laughs> but I think the alcohol it basically limits decision making, or it inhibits decision making. See, I, I'm I'm if seeing the alcohol isn't making you have sex. It's it's lowering your anxiety. I think it's like it's no, dimming. I get really excited when I drink. Not right oh, now. You're saying that? Wait, do you think that drunk it's, people are horny or I do drunk th- people? Oh God, I don't no, know. Well, I think I don't know. It's a combination of things, but I know that people do get horny when they're drunk. It's not just about like lowering their fear of having sex <laughs> you can speak on your own about that <laughs> i'm not saying that I'm no but about, like i think that like people movie, get like, horny when they know, drink I, yes wait do you know what's a weird topic let's just what? go because i'm gonna try and connect it back to the tv yeah. show about um uh representations of young teenage sex in movies and film and it, that's it's really changing and like yes, what it, kids it, are seeing yeah it's like euphoria and, well euphoria is like in its own 
things. Yeah. I don't think those are like full on adults playing teenagers. Euphoria is a I love Euphoria teen show for adults, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. that's not for kids. The problem is, is that kids like, can like watch it. Maybe Pretty Little Liars or something like like something younger. Yeah, like, I would say that or the some of the shows like Sex Education. No, but that's more for like mid twenty people, right? Yeah, like, that's not like I don't kids. know. So I, I don't. But there know. are other shows out. There. I know what you mean. Um, that just feel younger. Like the problem is none of my students watch grade level things. So I, I am not in the know. I know what, but like, how do you, uh, there was a show I started. Sorry, this podcast is all over the place, but tell me if you guys think you like the ramblings and the, like, we smoked, over. we're drinking while well, I'm drinking. I have a mock deck. I have, I have kombucha. She's mocking. <laughs> I have one hit of like a half CBD. Um, I started this show on Hulu because the title just like, I loved the title. And it's based on a book and the girl is so pretty. And it was, it's called the summer I turned pretty. Gilly, I watched it too. I watched one and a half episodes and it was so bad. I had to turn it off. Gilly, I finished. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't watch. I couldn't do it anymore. I finished the entire series in one day. Now that show, I felt inappropriate watching it. And I remember seeing, I felt a little inappropriate. I was like, you know what, Sarah, you're too old. And because I think you, you want to- them to like get together and have sex so bad. I know. And so there, there's teens. something wrong about it. And I remember seeing a couple of influencers on Instagram, like promoting this, like clearly prime video was like, you know what guys last ditch effort. Let's get a couple of influencers talking about the show. We'll bump up ratings. So like tanks, they paid her. Oh. I'm so curious what they must've paid mm. this woman to say, did what she, she say they paid it. her to talk? About Multiple it? people have like there's influencers doing ads about that show, and it's weird. And they they all mention like, oh my god, it's a young show, but I totally love it. And they're trying to like, yeah. yeah. Did you like it? Um, here's the thing. <laughs> I, Don't spoil it for. I'm not going to spoil anything at all. I'm just going to tell you my experience with content like that. Yeah, I will read anything. <laughs> no, I really will. I'll eat anything. I'll read a anything. Ninety nine cent. I candle. do not have like the most highbrow choices. And some, <laughs> some of them I will. I'm reading all the Man Booker but, Prize winners. Like I am. But I but will how read you, like romance novels. But how will you... Th- okay, so with this show, I thought it was... The girl is super cute. But the guys, the boys... I just was not... I did not find them cute. What, the middle one? The bisexual middle one? I just didn't oh, find the fuck. guys attractive. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Be- bleep that out. Bleep, bleep that out the out. bisexuality. <laughs> Yeah, I just thought they were like kind of like kind of pretty white boys and and but she's so pretty and cute and you're like she's not she's half Asian. Yeah. <laughs> she's beautiful, right? She's, she's you know, but she's there's something really like I think that encapsulates oh, like summer love and being like young stunning and stunning and gorgeous. And, and she looks like a lot of the teen girl, like, like Emily Mariko type yeah, girls, yeah, right? Yeah. Like and, and, and girl next door, just yeah. And I think the the boys were kind of I just basic. was like, yeah, I don't want her to get with them. These you guys suck. Yeah, this is wild. They looked like ninety heartthrob boys. That's though. that's a. Th- Sarah, boom, done. That's exactly it. It, it felt nineties heartthrob. It felt like I was no. watching like Airbud or something like that. And Airbud's a great film. We're not, <laughs> we're not knocking Airbud anybody or any of its offshoots. No, I just it felt like it was like a made-for-TV movie. Kind but Gilly, of it was no, but this is the thing: is like it's okay to like terrible things. Guess what? <laughs> Love Island is terrible. I'm sorry for anyone not, watching who likes it. That's not 
quality it's content, TV. but it's bad reality TV. But it, and that makes it good. But I felt like this could be really good, and it didn't have to feel made for TV. Oh God, Gilly! I don't know. I think some shows they they can't like. Here's well, the they thing. have to cater to this younger audience. That's the that you're thing. Talking and like, about. did the younger audiences watch normal people? No, it wasn't. It was people like maybe. You know what I mean? Like, wait, okay. not fort- I might cut this out. Okay, spoiler. Um, did she have sex in the first season? No, God, no. <laughs> uh, what? She just gets felt up. That's it. Where on her boob? <laughs> Okay. All right. Back. Okay. Let's get back to it. Okay. So yeah, we, um, we have to wrap it up soon. We got to wrap it up. We got to go to bed soon. Yeah. Sarah and I basically reunited in the, uh, river across from the big apple. Like Gloria Steinem right now. (laughs) (laughs) Actually. Oh my God. I I kind of like love that. No, I feel like I know what you mean and I'm not thrilled. (laughs) Like it means that my hair is really curling up because okay. the humidity in the, up, the humidity is crazy so you're not crazy used, to, you're used to a dry heat no i'm saying i'm you used to dry cool. i love that 70s look of like that blonde hair and waves yeah. and humidity that ninth wave of feminism <laughs> just flowing through my locks <laughs> are you gonna wear my glorious dynam glasses tomorrow those yellow ones what wonder, yellow glasses? Gilly, the yellow glasses. Oh, like hilarious. You Sorry, are. You no, can't. you are. You can't. Actually, no. you know they're great at the beach because <laughs> if you're playing like a ball game, you're going to be able to block out the sun but still hit the ball. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows this, I'm incredibly competitive. I started playing Uno with my students I in class. I love Uno. Oh, my God. I have it here. We should. Oh, my God. But don't you need like three Fuck. players to play? Dakota. <laughs> I, I, I have tonight. waterproof Uno cards. I'm bringing to the beach tomorrow. <laughs> okay, do they I, float? Yep, and no sand issues. I play with my students Is every each single card day. Like the size of a kickboard, or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sick, right? Or cards against humanity. It's like in the water. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll show you the cards. It comes up a little toggle thing. Anyway, speaking of jobs, yeah. we need we have great and we have big great ideas. We just need to find. I know. Just tap into one of them and just become Jeff Bezos. You know? What if what if our podcast got really what if we became Don't do that. To, don't put the pressure on our listeners like how you just did. And you know what? That's right, guys. Guys, before you know it, $70 a month per head <laughs> to listen to us. We Get will ready. be going on Substack and we will have a Patreon. <laughs> no. We'll have a Patreon. We'll have a OnlyFans. We'll have 40 different tiers. All of them are money. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh my God. Please. Yeah. Please know that. It goes without saying that we're joking. We are joking. (laughs) No, but I think it's okay. Does anyone else listen to podcasts with insane ads and you want to just like murder the host for these ads? I will say this. It's really, it's it's rude. The best podcast for Mm. ads. If you guys, it's the Foster Sisters podcast, Mm. everything. No, world's first podcast. Some of them you're like, okay, enough. Like you should have one or two ads for it. All the products they convince you to buy. 
They're <gasps> very good at oh, selling. Oh, they're good at it. Oh, they oh, have I like well that. curated products. They oh. know what market you would you would be very. Oh, into all of them. I love that. Yeah, I mean, so, I hate it. Um, uh, world's first podcast, the Foster Sisters podcast. It's really great and really funny. Um, they have good ads. I think that I've you used, don't care listening. I to. think I used to code but. once in my life, and it was for Madison Reed when they were really. Oh, I remember that. Had that guerrilla advertising going. So, I guess what what like kills me about other podcasts, not to shit talk other podcasts that have ads, but like when it's <laughs> when they're so thirsty for that ad money that it literally cuts off mid sentence <laughs> and they shoot the ad off and then it plops you right back into reality. Like at least try to bookend it by a sentence. No, and they're just like and see. <laughs> it's like right in the middle. You're oh my God. No, you're absolutely right. But it's funny though I remember the Madison Reed and that podcast or the th- the code that you got to used yeah but you know what's funny we both have dyed our hair a lot yeah in different colors yeah i've used madison reed you definitely use madison reed i this week got highlights on i have pretty naturally now i have like a light brown hair color it can look darker sometimes yeah but i like getting it highlighted once a year and i got it done on monday it and looks I, great it, well, I, I love it right now but I came, I came back on monday and i said something is amiss something is wrong something and then dakota wasn't amiss. giving me the usual many compliments i asked for and <laughs> he wasn't giving me enough zeal behind the compliment and i just knew i was like something is wrong. wrong so i ended up calling and i was like you know what i want to do um i'm so sorry yada yada it happened anyway they gave me a complimentary color correction i love the girl i go to Erica Caggiano at Spoken Wheel does the best color in the city. I know she fucked up that one time, but that's probably not a good endorsement. But I'm cutting I, this out. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're like, it becomes an ad. <laughs> anyway, so if you use the code Miranda's at Spoken Wheel. Okay, at anyway. Madison Reed. <laughs> okay, anyway, I got the color correction. My hair looks great. But I know that you have not always had that same experience. No, I was telling Sarah when she picked me up from Newark Airport today that, like, I, I've i been hitting the box, so to speak. I've been, like, starting to just color my hair myself because I've just had experiences where, you you know, to color your hair, for people who haven't done it, it is so expensive. That's why a lot of people do color at home. So use our code. <laughs> at- <laughs> <laughs> oh no, just God. kidding. Just yeah. kidding. Anyway, so I've been trying to do some like at home color stuff this summer. Um, and because uh, in April when I had gone to the hair salon, <laughs> like I had asked for like this most simplest thing for someone whose roots or dark roots are coming in when they have highlights. I literally just said, I want like a baby foil. I just want like a mini foil, like only like a few and just to bring some lightness to the face frame. Boom. Done. This is like hair color 101 that they teach in hair school. And she was just like her, <laughs> her manner was just like, uh, like, okay, okay. Like acting like I was being <laughs> acting like I was being so difficult and specific, like freaking Sally from Harry when Harry met Sally. I literally just was like, I'm I want a partial highlight. And she's like, uh, Okay, like, so she's you're kind of saying, like, different things. So she's overwhelmed as fuck. So she's overwhelmed. And so she colors my hair, and it's just, like, as I described to Sarah, like, two bleach blonde bacon strips. <laughs> 
at the front of my head. That was supposed to be my like sun-kissed face frame. Your natural features. I, yeah, I look like a Gen Zer. Like I don't. I, I, I looked like like I was going on the Vans Warp tour. Like I was like, this isn't like the natty like sun-kissed look I was going for. Oh my god, I'm dying. And so Sarah and I were talking about how like. You know, because you pay money, like a lot of money, and you want it done right. And how it just like for people like us, it just loops in your brain like a broken record. Like the oh the, the, the tone right. of voice that you're going to use on the phone, how you'll explain it. I'll even type out the script in my phone and then like revise the script. Like it's just not what I wanted. Okay, again, <laughs> a quick inter- interlude. Um, if you have ever had a hair issue like this, specifically high highlights, we're, we're going to prioritize the highlight version DMs. Um, I know a lot of my friends who get their hair highlighted, and if you have had an issue with this with the color, just let us know. Email us at themirandaspot at gmail.com. We want to hear any sort of the highlight yeah. frustration and stories. And then also just general hair stories because if anyone knows me, I feel like I always say that and we're like, yes, sir, we all know you. It's just five of us here listening. It's, <laughs> it's your mom, sister, and Heather. <laughs> so if anyone else out there no, so um, I am obsessed about talking about hair and thinking about hair. Yeah. I have a, an insane preoccupation with hair. You do. And so it's I, unhealthy. So, so I, I totally know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. So I had to go back to her and I explained on the phone, you know, like the stylist, she just it went way too blonde. It's not blending. Like she seemed to be having trouble. Like, and they're like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to set you back up with yeah. Samantha on Thursday. Does that work for you? And I'm like, I don't want to meet with Samantha again. <laughs> she fogged up. And they're like, unfortunately, you can only use the stylist because we believe that they need to fix and correct their mistakes for them to learn. And I'm literally like, not on my fucking hair. They don't like <laughs> my hair, my body, my choice, my, my hair, my choice, my hair, my, off choice. my hair, my hair, <laughs> please. God, I beg of you. And they're like, don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. Okay. So anyway, I'm like, fine. Samantha can fucking, you know, tone down my bacon strips. So I show up, I show her like my two baloney of strips of bleach. And I explain, <laughs> these are way too blonde. As you can see, the rest of my hair is so dark. Like, I would like you to tone these down. Okay, great. That sounds awesome. And so <laughs> I'm watching her only tone down the dark parts of my hair. And I'm like, Maybe this is a process I don't know about, like really trying to give benefit of doubt. And she starts blowing my hair out after washing it. And I'm like, this girl didn't even tone down the blonde parts. And so I have to say something. I'm like, no, like I need you to tone down like the two blonde pieces of baloney that are like, <laughs> like right slapped on my face. And she's like, uh, okay. Okay, I, I thought you said you wanted to, I'm like, tone down, like, I'm like, why would I want oh to tone God. down my brown hair when there's two <laughs> blonde surfboards <laughs> on my scalp right She like, now. just so made it worse by doing the exact opposite She made of it, was. I looked like Frankenstein's bride. <laughs> Wait, how, Bridezilla, how did I did this resolve? 
Wait, did you end up fixing With, it? N- no, she ended up, it was like the third correction. And she basically made <laughs> me brunette. <laughs> and I remember when she's, I, I even left without blowing it out. She's like, are you sure you don't want to blow it out? I'm like, I need to go. I need to go. I need to go. And she's like, yeah, it looks a lot more browner than it is, but you know, it will fade in the sun. I'm like, yeah, but your shit job will fade in the sun. <laughs> it better fade in the sun. Stop me the <laughs> I look like Eva Longoria now. <laughs> That's not even a good example. <laughs> I look like Bjork. <laughs> Because I looked like insane before. I looked like freaking. What, well, you know what? what is we're the gonna, 101 Dalmatian? I look like Crowder, Cruella. We're, we're, we're going to find. I, there's a <laughs> reference I'm like thinking about right now from that early aughts, 90s time period. Yes. And I'll, I'll post it on Instagram. It's like a um, Backstreet Boys, what it is. But so, yeah. So, if anyone else has had an experience like this, please let us know. Um, I don't know if it's as bad as that. No, but I think we should go. Yeah, I know. It's time to go. It's a lovely Friday summer night in New York City. I'm very self conscious. I think we were too loud for my oh neighbors. Oh my God, come on. It's I know. Friday. I'm going to go in and feel very paranoid about this. It's so. 1220 and there's, you know, whatever. Okay. Anyway, we will be back next week covering more episodes of season four. Sex yep. We City. will be back for season four, episode three or four. I don't know. That character, Miranda. <laughs> what a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> all right all goodbye right. everybody bye our little bye, little highlights bye our little highlighters